following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! The defense has been on the field a lot. 15 more plays. Brady, pressure, gets out. He's going to run for it again. Jordan forced the fumble. And the Saints recover with Lattimore. What a game Cameron Jordan is having tonight. Well, that certainly made things a little bit more complicated for our favorite football team. Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Bob Matthews. Delighted to have you with us here on the Hockey Podcast Network. And we got to talk a little football to start off before we get into the Caps lost to the LA Kings on Sunday night. I love the ESPN playoff machine. I mean it's just it's the greatest time sucker out there ever. You can go down that rabbit hole and and stay lost for hours. One of the things when we were looking at Washington's playoff chances, you always assume if you're going to simulate things, you can look at upsets and whatnot, but you always assume the chalk when you want to kind of game out how what the most likely scenario is for everything to happen. Well, the chalk, of course, said that Tampa was going to take care of New Orleans last night and more or less end the Saints' playoff chances, the realistic ones. Because remember, you've got, it's going to take nine wins to get in. The Saints really complicated that last night, and I will tell you why here in a second. So that that 9 nothing win over Tampa last night meant that Washington's game, the, the Burgundy and Gold, of course, playing Philly on, uh, on Tuesday now because of the COVID situation. We'll update you on that as well takes on a lot more significance. It's not a must-win for either team, but it's real, real damn close. So let's dive into it here. If you looked at all of the possible playoff scenarios before the weekend started, you were looking at this game with Tampa New Orleans. You said, and the Bucks are going to win. They're at home, and that's going to put New Orleans at, at 6-8, and eight, and... That was pretty much going to be it. Well, that it didn't turn out that way, did it? Now that New Orleans wins that game, all of a sudden the Saints are 7-7. Seven and seven, And I always thought there was some sort of a glitch in, in, the playoff, in the playoff machine's programming because a couple of weeks ago, if you had the Saints and Washington both at 6-6 six and six or 7-7 seven and seven or whatever, it had... Washington still with the seventh playoff seed, despite the fact that the Saints had beaten them. I guess somebody finally figured it out last night. The Saints at seven and seven 
are in the seventh seed as we record this on a Monday morning. And you say, well, you know, no big deal because the winner of the Eagles-Washington game tomorrow will also be 7-7 seven and seven and will jump into the seventh seed. Well, not so fast. If the Eagles win, yes, they become the seventh seed at 7-7. Seven and seven. They have the tiebreaker of New Orleans, but because the Saints beat Washington earlier this year, Washington winning doesn't give them the seventh playoff seed. At this moment, New Orleans holds the tiebreaker. So yeah, the Burgundy and Gold wakes up out of the playoffs and drops back to in the hunt this week. Now, when you start looking ahead at the schedule, things start to get a little dicey. That was that was the big game for New Orleans. The Saints have the Dolphins at home this weekend. The Dolphins are red hot. They've won six straight. But that, as with every team that beats the defending champs, now you start to look at the Saints in a different light. And you got to think, despite the fact that, again, it was a 9 nothing win at home, I mean, do the Saints find a way to win that one? I think it's, it's at least a 50-50 shot. After that, New Orleans has a home game with Carolina, and the Panthers are pretty much out of it. Again, at home in the Dome, you got to think New Orleans has a pretty good chance there. And then they finish on the road against the Falcons. Again, division games, anything could happen, but you've got to think New Orleans has at least a 50-50 shot at, at, at maybe running the table from here on out. I don't think they will. Somewhere along the line, they lose at least one more game. The offense is, you know, is still very, very limited. But let's say that that they finish nine and eight. Uh, nine and eight doesn't get it done for you if you're Washington. If you start plugging the numbers in and you start hitting the boxes on the playoff machine, a Washington team at nine and eight because they don't have the tiebreaker with New Orleans, finishes out of the playoffs. Or pre- or as I prefer to think of it, because I my philosophy is you get to Week 18 and you hope for the best when you're at the level these teams are. But still, you would get, if, if Washington is 8-8 eight and eight going into the last weekend of the season, you got to hope that the Falcons can beat the Saints it may very well wind up being a situation where if the Falcons beat the Saints, Washington's in. If New Orleans wins, they're in. But that assumes a lot, and one of the things it assumes is that uh, Washington wins tonight, or Tuesday night, against the Eagles. And if they lose, now you've really got a problem. Now not only do you have to run the table, but you got to hope that the Saints lose somewhere along the line uh and i don't know it's you know and again because at least that head-to-head makes it a little a little easier to kind of decipher but put new orleans in at nine and eight even if washington if, if washington loses on tuesday they go to dallas on a short week let's say somehow they come up with a win there and then a win against the eagles and a win against the giants and they went out, they're 9-8, and eight. that doesn't get it done. So 
lose tomorrow night, you need a lot of help. You need the Saints to drop at least. The, New Orleans would have to lose two out of its next three in order for Washington to get in at 9-8. and eight. So Washington's got some work to do now. And it starts, it starts Tuesday night against the Eagles, an Eagles team that is uh, a little upset, although I don't think they should be because of the, the deal with COVID. I think everybody's talked about it. It's been belabored enough. Uh, as of this morning, we still don't know who will be playing quarterback. I would imagine a little bit later Monday, we're going to get word of some guys, some more guys coming off the COVID list. I hope one of those guys is either A. Kyle Allen or B. Taylor Heineke. Uh, I'm not real confident about Garrett Gilbert going into Philadelphia and winning a, a must-have game for the Burgundy and Gold. Nevertheless, we have caught up with some of the guys after practice here the last couple of days. So let us go into the locker room for your exclusive locker room access here. And hear that everybody thinks going into this big game against Philadelphia. As always, we start with Ron Rivera. This is Rivera after... Just after learning, uh, this was Saturday, so the game has it was just postponed about, I would say, 18 hours before we talked to him here and uh, learning that it was on Tuesday. So here is Ron talking about what he thinks about getting this these extra couple of days in order to get some guys off of the COVID list. Honestly, uh, you know, a little bit of, okay, cool, that's good, that helps us. Um, you know, and, and it's one of those things that, you know, last year we went through the same thing, except we were on the other end of it. Um, you know, they moved our Pittsburgh game to Monday night, which was fine because I mean, it was what's good for the league. It helped the league out, obviously. Um, you know, and it was a little tough on us because we had to travel, uh, you know, cross country to, uh, to, to play San Francisco. But that was fine because, you know, again, it, it came down to, to, to what needed to be, do and, uh, to be done. And, and that's what we did. Indeed. And I, the thing I, that's one of the things I like about Rivera is he's not going to let this team get either distracted or use the screwed up week as an excuse or anything. And again, yeah, he can point to last year and say, didn't hurt this team one bit. You know, again, they played they played Pittsburgh and then they went to Arizona to, to play uh, to play the 49ers because the 49ers had to move the game there. And again, you can say, well, yeah, neutral site, backup quarterback, yada, yada, yada. These are still NFL caliber players. So I just I, I think the Eagles just need to stop whining. Uh, how about if they have to go with Garrett Gilbert at quarterback? Good, good. You know, Garrett's a guy that was with us in Carolina. And uh, so we brought him in yesterday. He he took those reps early on, and and right away he he was uh, he was right back at uh, you know uh, in, into things. I mean he he his retention was excellent. It really was. And so you know just getting used to to the calls again and stuff like that has been easy. It's been an easy transition for him. That's why you got John Allen back. Is there optimism you might get Kyle Allen back? We'll see. Um, you know, again, this is a this is a tricky uh, thing. This this whole um, virus and everything, and and so we're just going to continue to go through as we test these guys and 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 get their uh, their results back. We'll see how it goes. 
One of the players that could that is off the list right now and will be available for Tuesday night is defensive end Montez Sweat. Curiously, Sweat is one of the very few players on the roster that is not vaccinated. Make of that what you will vis-a-vis the outbreak on the team. Uh, but Rivera said he is excited to get him back. And as far as how much he might be able to help? Um, a lot. I mean, it's, um, you know, it was evident today watching him move around that he kept himself in pretty good shape. Um, you know, he handled practice very well. He really did. And um, so it's exciting to watch him running around and, and, and being Montez again. Um, you know, and, and, and it'll, it'll spill over to the guys around him, I believe, you know, because he, he's a high-energy, high-impact guy. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, say what you want to about his his stance on the vaccine. Having Montez Sweat in the lineup does make this a better team. Philadelphia is going to have to account for him. Uh, he's an elite pass rusher, despite what the statistics this year say, and I think a lot of that had to do with the early season scheme. But he is. He's, he's going to make the interior guys better. He's going to make the other edge rushers better. He's just going to make the defense better. And, again, in the position that Washington's in, Needing this win just to keep pace with with New Orleans now, it's 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 almost I would say Sweat is probably Sweat, John Allen, and then one of the two quarterbacks are the three most important guys that you've got to get off that list. Speaking of John Allen, uh, we talked to him as well on Saturday. So, what did John Allen think about the game being moved to Tuesday? Was it a good idea? Um, I mean, I feel like that's a loaded question. I mean, as a as a player on Washington, well, yeah, I'm glad they did it. I'm sure Philadelphia has different opinions, but at the end of the day, it's about what the league thinks is the best for the league, and that's really their decision. It's not not up to us, and it's not my job to worry about that. I like it. I love John Allen's attitude. One of the best draft picks in years for this football team. How was COVID uh, being on the COVID list for him? Well, he gave us a rundown of it. I had a good feeling I was going to be able to play in this game. Like, I was asymptomatic, had no symptoms. I felt fine. Um, and luckily, it happened early enough to the fact where I knew I was going to have time to recover and try to get back before the game. And Alan says you cannot use the COVID situation as an excuse. He says it may not be ideal, but it is, well, quite, quite frankly, it is what it is. Tough, but in the NFL... It might not be our fault, but it's our responsibility. So it's up to us to uh, try to get his guys quick, as back quickly as we can and get ready for this game. So there you go. It's Washington and Philadelphia tomorrow night, and it is urgent for Washington. When you keep pace with New Orleans, still need a little help, but yeah, keep the pressure on New Orleans to keep winning. Lose, and you're still in it, but now you need a lot of help. And, of course, we'll be here on Wednesday morning to talk all about it with you. All right, we'll take a break. When we come back, Caps finally run out of juice against the L.A. Kings at Cap 1 Arena Sunday night. We got a recap right after this. It's the Bob Matthews Podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you're going to be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. A safety 
makes you a winner. That 9 nothing Saints win over Tampa, yeah, you were still a winner by a mile. Now, if Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everybody can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. So I thought that the lead for this morning with the Caps about halfway through the game was going to be we really need to start considering how we uh, the perception of Washington's farm system because we had a situation where without – now, uh, T.J. Oshie, without Nicholas Backstrom, without Evgeny Kuznetsov, uh, three of your, uh, in fact, without your top three centers, uh, the Caps were leading two to nothing in this game, thanks to Connor McMichael, uh, uh, who scored his fourth uh, goal of the season, a rookie, and now uh, uh, Joe Snively. Herndon, Virginia native, by the way, who got an assist on that goal, and that means that nine rookies who have played, all nine rookies who have played for the Capitals now, have uh, gotten a point. Unfortunately, uh, that is not the way that it wound up. Oh, by the way, uh, Michael Scarabosa is also on the COVID list. Los Angeles came back, scored three goals, and wound up uh, winning this one three to two. Uh, even though Vitek Vanacek played really, really well. Now they did get Nick Dowd back. They got Trevor Van Riemsdyk and Garnet Hathaway back. But at some point, when you've got Lars Eller, God love him, a great player, 2018 Stanley Cup champion. But Lars Eller is not is is not a first line center. He's an incredible third line center, but not a first line one. So, you know, there you have it. Uh, three to two last night. Uh, that puts uh, the Caps uh, firmly in second place in the Metropolitan Division as Carolina has taken over first place. Uh, let's hear first from Peter Laviolette last. Yeah, but at the end of the day, we got to. It's got to happen, you know, in the offensive zone. It's got to happen in the defensive zone. We when we're in a game like that, we need to walk away with points. Lobby was was pretty charitable, really, um, and, and for good reason. I think you know he knows. You know he can read the roster sheet just as well as the rest of us. And at a certain point, you know, depth can only carry you so far. When you're outmanned, you're outmanned. One case in point, um, one of the turning points I think in the game was the fact that the Caps were 0 for six. On power plays last night, Laviolette said part of that is because he didn't have his usual power play unit available. On it, um, 
a lot of guys that aren't typically out there for us they're, they're doing their best and uh, like I said it's not it's not the, the ones we didn't get that that's that, that we're trying to work on it's the one that we gave up and that's the one that you know you could have we just needed to be better we needed to do a better job Capitals back on the ice tomorrow night. The rare Washington doubleheader. Uh, so you've got the Caps at 7, and then the Burgundy and Gold kick it off at 7.30. Both games, uh, the Caps are playing the Flyers. So you're going to have more than likely a sellout crowd at the link, and then just down the block, I would imagine close to a full house, if not a sellout for the Flyers and Caps. All right, Mick and the clock on the wall say so we got to get on out of here. Don't forget, you can catch us uh, on the Hockey Podcast Network website every single day, as well as Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and wherever fine podcasts are sold. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you after a big Tuesday night. Remember, like the wise man once said, if you're on your bike tonight, as always, do wear white. Wash his hands.